Hi, I'm Rabbi Aaron Melman from Congregation Beth Shalom in Northbrook, Illinois, and I'm thrilled you are listening to our first ever podcast. Summer is upon us, and when I think about summer, I think about my experiences at Jewish overnight camp. And today, I have the privilege of talking to Jacob Citrin, director of Camp Rama in Wisconsin. Hi, Jacob. Hi, Aaron. What's up? Not too much. I'm thrilled that you're here. For those of you who may not know who are listening, uh, the first question I want to ask Jacob today is, what is the, the catch basin for Camp Ramon, Wisconsin? From what geographic area do, do you draw? Uh, Ramon, Wisconsin draws campers from mostly conservative communities, from synagogues throughout the Midwest. Um, the core of our catchment area is really the Chicago area, followed by the Twin Cities. And we also work actively with synagogues and alumni from other places in the Midwest, including Des Moines and Omaha, Kansas City, St. Louis, Columbus, Cincinnati, Louisville, Madison, and Milwaukee. And we've recently had some success um, developing relationships with even smaller Jewish communities in the Quad Cities of Illinois and in Dayton, Ohio. And that's uh, that's our catchment basin. Does that go for staff as well that you, that you have joining you at for the summer? So both with campers and staff, there are some exceptions to the rules. Um, the vast majority of our American staff are alumni of the camp and do come from within that catchment area. Um, on the camper side, we have um, about three or 4% of the campers are Israeli campers. Uh, that number might fluctuate between 10 and 20 a summer. And we also have a number of families who have moved out of the region, who are cousins of campers from the region or who are alum, the children of alumni of the camp. Um, that, that's kind of the full picture on the camper side. In terms of the staff, uh, we bring a large mishlachat, a group of Israeli staff members uh, um, every year. This summer, we have about 50 Israelis on the staff here over the summer. And we also hire a number of graduate students learning usually at the Jewish Theological Seminary in New York, sometimes at American Jewish University in LA or at the conservative yeshiva or pardes in Jerusalem. And those students, you know, may or may not come from the Midwest originally, certain some, certainly some of them do, but others don't. Um, and so, again, you know, the, the percentages are probably similar in terms of the North American staff. How many years have you spent here at camp, including your time as a chanich, as a camper? I started here in 1992, and I've never left. So this is my 27th straight summer up here in Conover. I count a summer on the Ramah seminar program in Israel uh, in that 27. Um, so it's been uh, seven as a camper, and now this is my 20th summer as a staff member, my sixth as the director of the camp. As a camper staff member and now director for these past six years, are there memories, pos positive memories in, in particular, that help influence what you do and what, what goes on here at Camper Mun, Wisconsin? Yes, there are, there are many. Um, I think the 
the biggest single set of memories that speak to me as an educator as the director of camp and I'll, I'll talk in other ways about things that are more summer campy but I really learned how to think here and I learned how to talk and I learned critical thinking skills I learned ways of connecting artifacts from the Jewish tradition sources songs books ideas to my own life and to the to the lives that we're living um, I learned that both talking to my counselors and talking to my friends sometimes late into the night I learned that sitting in circles on our key car uh, the grassy field that's kind of the central uh, part of our campus um, on Shabbat afternoons and at other times during the summer I learned that in Jewish studies classes with uh, some of the great educators um, in North America. And I learned that as a counselor um, in our Merkaz, where our, our current staff members develop uh, these similar programs. I have very clear memories of developing friendships, of um, developing relationships, again, um, a number of my counselors with whom I had very, very close relationships, some of my best friends in the world I met here at camp. Then as a counselor and a Rocheda, a division head, forming those relationships with, with my campers uh, at that point in my life. And many of those relationships are still uh, wonderful and thriving today. I've had the privilege of officiating at, at the wedding of uh, a few of my campers um, I remember these amazing moments of pride of our Eda, of our kind of age cohort. There's really no good translation there. Um, we perform musicals every summer at camp, and the whole Eda is a part of the musical. And so my friends and I still tell each other stories of our nights uh, on the stage, how loud we were, whose performances were amazing, what dances were phenomenal, the jokes that landed um, and we tell similar stories about the other plays that we watch um, those moments basketball games softball games swim races uh, yom sport um, our version of what other camps might call a color war um, all of that stuff gave me a tremendous sense of pride of who i was and who my friends were and a sense that we were a part of something something else something more than um, than just ourselves and I, I think those, those two things, um, the educational side, learning how to think, and the sense of developing relationships and developing that pride in these relationships and in communities are the two most significant pieces um, that, that come with me uh, into my directorate and that, and that stay alive. I will say it's a double-edged sword having been here for 27 years. And... A number of years ago, um, I was going through some stuff in my personal life. I was in my mid-20s when all of us are trying to figure out what, what we're going to be when we grow up, who we're going to be when we grow up, and with whom we're going to be those things when we grow up. And there were moments there where I felt like camp was just filled with ghosts. And because almost every square foot of the grounds, I have a memory of something that happened there. And 
one of the things I've been able to do over the last years is I have to let a lot of those ghosts lie and let them um, slink away into the darkness because running the camp is about rejuvenating the camp every single summer. It's about pushing the camp in new directions. It's about changing traditions and introducing new traditions that I know the camper version of myself would have been really annoyed about. And so I do my best to hold on to those certain relationships and those certain connections to the past while trying to clear the deck as much as possible in any given summer. So that's a, that's a great segue to think about the vision that you have brought in as director over the past six years and the vision that you continue to develop. Can you share with our listeners some of some of that the 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 idea and ideas that that you've brought in to make make this your own if you will yeah um i think what we're trying to do here and and in fairness my guest rabbi melman is you would say a very similar thing about Congregation Beth Shalom. What we're trying to do here is both be totally faithful to the legacy of those who came before us and the founding mission of who we are as Camp Ramon, Wisconsin, and to innovate and make ourselves relevant and on the cutting edge in 2018 in the same way that we were when the camp was founded in 1947. So what does that look like? It's being an amazing summer camp. It's embracing families, not just kids, not just parents, but families and communities of Jews. And it's about being a place that lays the groundwork for the next generation of American Jewry. Um, that's, that's the task we're really charged with. Um, so we move around pieces um, in that puzzle. And ultimately, those are the three things that that I keep my eye on. Um, camp is about fun. Camp is about randomness. Camp is about goofiness. Our, our chefs have an office in our dining hall. And on the wall there is a sign that says, anything weird or out of the ordinary you see this summer is almost definitely, quote, because it's camp. Funny things happen at camp. And so part of my job is to make sure that I embody those funny things, that I'm a, a role model for those goofy things, and that I help create an atmosphere where other people are creating those as well. Um, we write new curricula every year. Um, this year, thanks to a, a generous gift by a beloved alumnus, we wrote a new tefillah curriculum that's about connecting our campers to the original context of the writing of the tefillot in our Sidor and helping them discover for themselves how those ideas are still relevant in their lives. Every year we're doing projects like that. Um, and finally, it's about developing the personal relationships, being on a first name basis with all of our campers and all of our staff, investing 
time and energy and getting to know kids' parents, um, spending time in Des Moines and Omaha and Louisville, in addition to the Twin Cities and Chicago, sitting in the offices of rabbis and educational directors and day school principals, talking about camp and talking about life and talking about these families. That's what camp's about. Um, that that's what we're about, and I'm I'm trying to hold on to that that legacy. And I I really believe, and I'm a doctoral student writing a dissertation on Jewish summer camps. Uh, I I believe that if my predecessors were sitting in this room right now with us, they would nod their heads in agreement that these are the three things that that we're trying to do, and that really represent exactly what Roma, Wisconsin is about. How has Jewish camping evolved uh, in your time as, as a leader, not just as director, but in other positions of leadership that you've held? How have you seen that evolvement? And with regards to the vision that you've articulated for us, uh, how has that vision changed even from, from year one to now year six? Um. The field of Jewish camping has been transformed radically in the last 20 years. Um, in the wake of in the wake of the new Jewish population study, um, sociologist Stephen M. Cohen came out with a series of articles, and in those articles, he raised a fear of what was happening to liberal Jews in America. And this is when the intermarriage rate kind of emerged rapidly onto the radar of Jewish communal leaders. And then he identified three things that served as a type of cocktail to help prevent assimilation and prevent the possible disappearance of American Jews. And I go on record now saying, I, I don't think that possible disappearance is particularly possible. <laughs> um, I'm an optimist and a believer in the strength of the American Jewish community today. And at the same time, this was Cohen's narrative. And one of those three silver bullets that he identified was Jewish summer camp. And pretty quickly, thanks to the help of a number of national philanthropists, and just a wave of innovation in the wake of Cohen's um, articles, Jewish summer camps were thrust onto the national scene in a way that they've stayed for the last 15 or 20 years. The Foundation for Jewish Camp was founded in 1999, has poured untold millions of dollars into the field. It served to professionalize the field, to give um, to give directors and business managers and development directors a sense of how to do our jobs in a way that matches up with how synagogues and day schools and other nonprofits in the Jewish community do theirs. And it's pumped in a ton of money and attracted a lot of other um, foundations and philanthropists with national footprints to invest in Jewish summer camps. Um, 
that's been a sea change in in um in what's happening and we've seen it camp Ramon, wisconsin has been the beneficiary of a number of large grants that in the 70s 80s and 90s were unimaginable we've been able to transform our physical campus to rapidly develop our scholarship program to invest in personnel and a wide variety of different activities and so camping in 2018 at least in the jewish world is so much different than it was 20 years ago and that's exciting did i answer that first part yeah, of the question yeah no absolutely thank Great. you that's that that gives us a lot of insight um to go to the second question you know one of my teachers here at camp, Rabbi Ronnie Gar, who was on the staff for almost 40 years, um, one of the things that, that Ronnie taught me and many others is that the, one of the biggest mistakes that first-time supervisors make is doing their old job and not their new one. And when I became director, it was very, very difficult for me to give up my old, my old job. Um, I loved many of my old jobs and I loved many of the responsibilities I had in those jobs. And I can be a bit of a control freak, which is pretty good for a camp director and is also a double-edged sword. And it's taken me a number of years to really find my footing and realize what it means to be the director of the camp. And it means that I'm no longer the assistant director and I'm no longer the program director and I'm no longer a Roche da. I need to develop and invest in relationships in new ways. I need to spend my time doing different things. I need to hire people um, in whom I can trust, in whom I can entrust um, the, the things I used to do and the things that I used to need to do under my predecessors. And so my vision for my own role and for the structure of our leadership team and my growing sense, I'd say that when I started as director, I was, I was at like 10,000 feet. And over the course of the next few summers, I was able to get up to a cruising altitude. But to really get camp, you got to be up there at 50, 60,000 feet. You got to be able to see a lot. And it's really taken my partners at camp, um, my assistant directors, my dear friends who have been around here for a long time, Rabbi Melman, you've started spending a lot of time up here with me. It's taken this whole team effort to help push me and nudge me and direct me to see the things that I've really needed, needed to see. And I think in the last year or two, that's really propelled a ton of growth and development in, in terms of my vision of the camp. Right. So you've, you've talked about the advancement in, in Jewish summer camp and, the great evolution that has really taken place. Nobody has a crystal ball, but what do you see in store for the next five years and 10 years? Yeah. If only we knew, we won't hold you to if, it. If only we knew what was going to happen next week on the news, um, that might help us right now. Um, I really think that Jewish summer camps will remain front and center in the Jewish world. At the end of the day, I think 
because of the length of time over years and even in one summer they're more effective than Israel trips and they're more cost efficient than day school and I think that sweet spot will continue to attract um, attention in ways that Israel trips and day schools also should attract attention. And ultimately, I think Jewish summer camps are a bit of a in in, an, in a bit of a Goldilocks zone in that regard. I think camps will continue to try to do quite honestly more than we can. I think the Jewish community at large looks to summer camps to solve many problems. Youth groups want to be more like summer camp. Religious schools want to be more like summer camp. Basically, as far as I can tell, everything but Yom Kippur services is supposed to be a lot more like summer camp. And if I can be honest, Yom Kippur services are one of the things that would benefit most from being like summer camp as opposed to some of these other uh, these other things. And and I think that because of Jewish summer camp success, we're sometimes trying to do too much and we're trying to open up too many camps and we're trying to, to send a different kind of message. Ultimately, Jewish summer camps are about building community and we need to figure out how to stay relevant and we live in an open marketplace and every year that goes by, there are more and more options out there for our kids and more and more options out there for families and school years get longer and dollars get tighter. And all these things are very, very real. And quite honestly, I live them in my own personal life and I deal with them on a daily basis in my professional life. And at the same time, I think that there's so much energy and there's so much good in places, not just like Camp Ramon, Wisconsin, but the Ramah system as a whole and Jewish summer camps that um, will continue to attract that investment and will continue to, to attract that attention. I have one more piece for us, and that is, uh, that's Israel. Israel, we know, is in the news on a daily basis and uh, we're faced as Jews uh, with with the challenges uh, in many ways that Israel faces uh, in the media. But this year is a special year for Israel because it's its 70th birthday. Um, we are now at Camp Ramon, Wisconsin in our 71st year. And so there's a, there's a beautiful connection. Uh, and this year, the, the summer long theme uh, at camp is Ayin Litzion. Um, how are ways that, that you and your team uh, and I use the team in a very broad sense, helping to helping helping both uh, campers and staff and and uh, and staff. I don't just mean those that are programming uh, specifically for for the kids, but but the staff, all staff who are in camp who have any any role to play. Um, how are we helping uh, kids connect to Israel? Uh, not just this summer, but in particular with with the summer long theme and the connection of of Israel at seventy. Great. So, this same teacher of mine, Rabbi Rani Gar, um, used to teach that Ramah Wisconsin's approach to Israel education is like Israel's approach 
to irrigation. We don't take out a hose and turn it on for a day. We drip and drip and drip and drip throughout an eight week summer. And we have an Israeli staff member living in every single camper cabin in this camp. And our kids on a daily basis are interacting not just with that Israeli who's living with them, they're also interacting with multiple other Israeli staff on the waterfront, on the sports courts, in outdoor education, and all over the place. This year in particular, our approach is about trying to bring our campers back to 1947 and 1948, back into the mindset, honestly, of the first summers of campers here at Camp Ramon, Wisconsin, and to try to give them a flavor of the miracle that no one at camp today lived through. And through different mechanisms, we're trying to pull our campers and pull our staff. And remember, our staff are only a few years older than our campers. We want to give these college students and these high school students and these middle school students, we want to give them a flavor of what it meant in that post-Holocaust world of 1947 and 1948 for the Jews to have a state of their own. And then what we what we're asking people to do through programming is to start dreaming about the next 70 years. A, we don't take Israel for granted. B, we live Israel in our cultural life at camp in amazing ways. Our radio station broadcasts contemporary Israeli music, mostly hip hop on loudspeakers before lunch and before dinner every day. We're preparing for a song festival on June 24th, or Zimriah, where everybody will be singing songs in Hebrew related to the summer-long theme. And ultimately, we need to both take an accounting of the work that Ben-Gurion and the founders of Israel did in 1947 and 1948 to create the state we have. And just like we have to figure out what Parshat Breshit means to us in 2017 and 2018 and 2019 in new ways, we have to figure out in 2018, what is the state that we would create today? And ultimately, what are the things that Ben-Gurion predicted correctly? And what are the things that he didn't anticipate? And how do we in 2018 try to adapt to those and try to re-envision that world so that in the summer of 2088, our campers and staff can have those same conversations, celebrating the 140th birthday of the state of Israel and imagining the next 140 years. It's a great, great point to end on. Uh, Jacob, I, I really want to thank you for your time, for sharing your thoughts about uh, Camp Ramon, Wisconsin, and about the value of Jewish camp in general. Uh, we really appreciate it. Have a wonderful and safe summer. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.